Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having a fantastic day. And even if you're not, it's gonna be okay. Today, we are going to be talking about the idea of thinking or having the thought of this will make me happy or once I get that or once I get to that goal or this achievement or that destination, it's going to make me happy. And we're going to dive in on how we can drill down on how something may make us happy and be a little bit more confident in that uh, assumption. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all the things career related. I tell you how it is and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, so getting into it here. So the idea that something will make us happy or having the thought, I think that will make me happy. You know, how many times have we been working towards something, a goal, a career, a job, a destination, a a particular status, whatever it might be, right? And you think something will make you happy, you get there and like, ooh, this ain't it, right? I know I've definitely been there and I have learned a lot from trying to go after goals that I think will make me happy based on kind of just a random thought, right? Based on, and it could be, you know, people outside, people impacting our feelings, our thoughts or whatever, social media, social and societal pressures, whatever it might be. But I really want to talk about today on how we can dig in and some of the action items we can take to turn that into, I think that will make me happy to, I'm pretty sure I know that's going to make me happy because we can't be 100% sure, but we can get a little bit better than I think, (laughs) right? And, you know, of course, my crystal ball is currently in the shop. It's been in the shop for, you know, about 34 years, but there there are some things we can do and think through uh, to have a little bit more insight. So before we can figure out, you know, whether we have that estimated guess on whether or not something will make us happy, let's start with thinking through some of the basics, right? So get your pen, get your paper. We're going to do a brainstorm. We're going to list. We're going to journal a few things. Number one is figuring out what's important to you. And this is not necessarily in your career. I know this podcast is very career focused. This is just in general, what is important to you? And it's probably a long list, right? Oftentimes the things that are important to us, if you're having a hard time thinking about that, you can also think about what you're grateful for. Usually what's important to us and what we're grateful for have some pretty significant overlaps. Not always, but usually. Number two, what are my values, right? So when we think about what are we going to stand for? What is important to me. And the values are usually the why, right? What's important to me? I want to be independent. Why is that important to me? Because I value not having to rely on someone else to do whatever it is, right? So for a little bit of context there, I do value independence and being able to support myself. And the value behind that is I was raised by a very independent woman who didn't want to have to depend on another human to 
financially go through the world, right? So what are my values, right? What's important to me and then the why? This can be sometimes a little bit harder to dig into because oftentimes the things that are important to us and the why behind that may come from a super amazing, awesome place. And Sometimes it may come from maybe a darker place and that's okay, but knowing our values is going to be really important, especially when we're figuring out our goals and whether or not uh, certain partnerships or organizations or people uh, should be part of those goals. Number three, what ethical stances do I have that are non-negotiable? So if I'm searching for a job, some of the ethical things that are non-negotiable for me are 100% companies that support the LGBTQIA plus community, companies that support people of color and truly represent the variety of communities that we live in. I think a lot of organizations are really, really good at being like, yeah, we support this, that, and the other thing and all the communities. And we want to represent everyone and make people feel like their authentic self at work. And then you look at their leadership team. You look at the employees that work there and you're like, really though? (laughs) You say it, June 1st, you were so excited to post about it. Uh, What the fuck, you know? (laughs) Some of your non-negotiables, and again, not just job searching. I want, this is broad, so think outside of the workplace as well, but that was an example. Number four, what types of work tasks or projects or to-dos or just general type of work do you enjoy working on or do you enjoy doing? And there could even be certain components, right? Maybe there is a full-blown project you've been working on the last 12 months and there is, you know, 80% of it you really love and 20% is just garbage to you. (laughs) That's okay. Write down what you enjoy doing. That type of work, whether it's a task or a certain routine or, or whatever it might be. Number five, what do I need? And also what do I want from the person I work for? And I think a lot of times we think about what do I want my hiring manager to be, to represent, or to act like? But I also think it's really important to figure out what we need from our manager because we may not need the traditional quote unquote picture perfect boss, right? Like I probably wouldn't do well with a boss who is very, very corporate, who is very, very trying to think of like the right way to phrase it so it makes sense. The boss that says what they're supposed to say right? The boss that does what the executive leadership team wants them to do. I am working more effectively with a leader who can just be honest with me, who can just sit down, talk, and be real versus giving a corporate or scripted type of response. That's me. So what do you need and what do you want from the person that you work for? Number six, what are some deal breakers with regards to work leadership, people you work with, the company that you work for. This may tie into some of the lists you've already created, right? If your non-negotiables are a company that supports LGBTQIA plus community, maybe for number six, some of your deal breakers are 
companies who donate to politicians who fight against equal rights for said community. Um, so think about things like that. Think about companies that are presenting a particular image to society and maybe doing something else behind closed doors, right? You're not always going to know that until you get in the company, but oftentimes if we dig, if we dig deep enough, <laughs> we can find usually what we're looking for. Number seven, what information do you need before you are comfortable making a decision? So if we're thinking, okay, this one promotion I really, really want is going to make me happy. And if you think about where you're at now and where that goal is, right? Like how far down the line that goal is, what information do you think you would need to be able to assess whether or not that promotion will make you happy? And number eight, what are the things that bring you joy right now? Right now, not five years from now, not next week, just now. Work-related and personal, right? So some of the things that bring me joy are making candidates offers, extending them offers to jobs that are going to change their lives for the better. I also really love going to the beach because sometimes recruiting can be very much a roller coaster of emotions, of stress. You have amazing highs and then there are some really stressful times and it's an amazing job and I love it. It doesn't mean it's not stressful, right? So I also love going to the beach. I love going to the beach at night when it's a little bit calmer and I can just watch the waves and get my zen back, right? <laughs> so there are things I love and that bring me joy at work. And then I also have things that bring me joy outside of work. So what brings you joy now, currently, and not so, and it's not something that's in the future? Number nine, take inventory over the course of a week or over the course of a month at a bare minimum a few days, but a week if you can do it. And what I mean by that is writing down everything you do and looking back and reflecting. How do you feel at the end of every day? How do you feel at the end of the week if you're able to do it for a month? How do you feel at the end of the month? Because I think when we write down literally everything we do, get dressed, brush my teeth, curl my hair, drive to work, whatever, 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 you know? And then we are able to look back at that. I think it's very eye-opening <laughs> on where we can adjust our time, right? Number 10, what do you need to do more of? And this can be as simple as walking more, getting out, moving, exercise, yoga. Maybe you need to do more of not working, right? If you work 12, 13, 14 hour days, maybe you need to not do more of that, right? Maybe you need to cut back on your hours and get a little bit better balance. Like I get there are stressful times at work and crazy things happen. And maybe for a few weeks, you have to work a lot of hours. Totally get that. That is valid. I think when that few weeks turns into a few months, turns into a few quarters, right? I think you are quickly approaching burnout, especially depending on how you balance that when you're not working, right? So what do you need to do more of? And number 11 ties really well. What do you need to do less of, right? So if you do need to work less or if you do need to relax more, maybe you want to read more, maybe you want to whatever it is for you, right? Number 10 and 11. So 10, what do you need to do more of? 11, what do you need to stop or do less of? And then number 12, journal on a regular basis. Check in with yourself. How are you feeling? What did you 
change? What are the accomplishments you've had? What are some of the challenges you're facing? Um, How do those challenges make you feel? Who's involved? How do those people make you feel? And I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think probably a significant life-changing moment I had for me personally is when I started to ask myself how I feel about things. And before, for probably, I don't know, 25, 30 years of my life, I didn't think it mattered how I felt about things because I just had to do the things, right? It's like, what do you mean? How do I feel about this? Like, it's work. I have to do it. Whatever. My feelings are irrelevant. And then I realized my feelings are everything. And it uh, it helped. I don't want to say it changed everything I was doing, but it helped. Uh, it helped calibrate my compass, so to speak, right? It helped clarify some things that I had been struggling with. And it's something that I try and think about on a regular basis now. Number 13, talk to our trusted friends and family, right? Um, And I say trusted because we all have friends and and or family. Oh, they're they're kind of there, right? But we don't necessarily fully trust them. So make sure you're talking things out with trusted family, people who know you really well. Like, hey, I think I might want to pursue this. I think that might make me happy. What do you think? You know me really well. What are your thoughts? Be prepared though, right? I tell everyone who asks me for opinion and usually don't like it that you shouldn't have asked me. <laughs> I'm going to give you an honest answer and I try and phrase it in the best way. And I also am not the best at phrasing things the best way. Just be prepared that when you talk to people and you know your friends, right? If they know you well enough to ask them that question, you know them well enough to know how they're going to communicate with you. So put some, put some thought into maybe how you want to phrase the question. Number 14, what types of challenges do you want to work on or help solve? Do you want to try and solve world hunger? Do you want to try and solve climate change? Do you want to try and achieve a million dollars in sales next year? Do you want to try and hire 100 people in 2022? Whatever it might be. What are the challenges that you enjoy striving for? What are the challenges that you like working on? What are the types of problems you enjoy solving? 15. How will this new thing impact you? Both positive and negative, right? So if we think in five years when we get the promotion to fill in the blank title, you think you're going to be happy. How is that goal or that achievement going to impact you? Positive, negative. Maybe you're going to have more money. Maybe you're going to be able to have more influence and have your team work on projects that make a social impact amazing. Maybe the negative is you may work longer hours, right? Your time is going to be more valuable because you're going to have less of it. So thinking through, you know, pros and cons, right? Positive and negative. Number 16, how will this new thing impact others? If you have a significant other, if you have a children, if you have other people in your life who you are with a significant amount of the time. How will this new goal impact them? If at all, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Most goals will impact people somewhat. It's just a matter of to what degree. 17, talk with others who have been there, done that, right? You always hear, oh, been there, done that. Usually it's like, don't want to do it again. (laughs) 
But that's not always the case. Usually that particular phrase is used uh, more lightheartedly. But talk to people who are where you want to be, whether that's a particular role or a certain achievement. Talk to people who have already done that. Ask them, what do they, you know, wish they would have known? What do they like? What do they dislike? Are they happy? What things can you work on now that can help you better prepare? So on and so forth. Number 18, action items that you need to move forward, right? So oftentimes I think what prevents people from running 100 miles an hour towards their goal is they're not sure what's next, right? So figure out whatever the goal is, where you're at now, and what are the little steps, the digestible steps that you need to take in order to get there and break it down. Try and break it down as little as humanly possible, right? Maybe you need to get an MBA in order to be part of your executive leadership team at work but you're not enrolled. You don't know what school to go to. You don't know what the best schools are, right? So research, right? And then put in your applications, get your acceptance letters, decide on the school, enroll in classes, start classes, finish classes, right? So like break it down. I mean, starting and finishing is <laughs> classes is like obviously a, a bigger step than research, but you know what I mean? Like break it down so you can maybe on a weekend, you can do some research. Maybe the next weekend you can start to fill out applications, right? So you can break it down so it's easier to digest versus, well, just get an MBA, right? Like that's that's very different than the six or seven steps I just listed. And number 19, list any concerns that you have. And these concerns may be something that you talk with others about. Maybe it's stuff that you end up researching, but I think listing out what our concerns are or even questions, right, is really helpful. There, I actually have a notebook right now because there's a lifestyle decision that is pending for myself, right? And so I have a notebook with a bunch of questions on what do I need to know to feel comfortable? What are the questions I need to make sure I ask? What is the research I need to make sure I do? What do I need to understand before I can decide, hell yeah, I'm in, or what the fuck were you thinking? Turn around, you turn, turn around, right? So what are your concerns? And then I would add, what questions do you have? All right. I hope you found this podcast helpful, valuable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen, to be here, to show up for yourself and support the podcast. I really appreciate you. You can support the show several different ways, simply listening, being here, sharing with a friend, leaving a rating and or review. If you want to donate to the podcast, PayPal or Anchor, the links for those are below. You can find me on the socials, Instagram, TikTok, StuffDennis13, and then Instagram for the podcast, Career Talk Podcast as well. So if there's a topic you want me to cover, reach out, let me know. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing and so wonderful. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.